mud pies, muddy puddles, digging in the garden, mud runs? What is it about dirt and water that is so appealing to both kids and adults? For this week's Play Invitation on Wednesday, I am going to be giving you an introduction to mud play, so I thought that it would be the perfect time to do an episode about why mud play is great for us all. We'll talk about some of the benefits of getting down in the dirt and ideas for how to play. Listen in. Welcome to Happy Outdoor Families, the podcast that encourages and equips families to spend more time exploring and playing together outside. I'm your host, Emily Eisenbarger, and I hope that as you listen in each week, you will feel inspired and excited about reconnecting your kids and yourselves with the outdoors. Each Monday, I will be bringing you a grown-up episode featuring conversations about all things outdoor play and adventure-related. Every Wednesday, make sure you tune in for an episode just for the kids to listen to with their grown-ups, where I will bring you a simple play invitation to get you started with some fun, open-ended outdoor play. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. I want to start off today's episode with a little nature moment from last week. We had some really gorgeous, sunny, warm days at the beginning of the week. We even pulled out our little plastic pool and swimsuits and started getting excited for consistent, warm weather. It took a turn on Wednesday, which is the day that we get together with our little nature group every week. And lately, it also seems to be the designated inclement weather day for our area. (laughs) But maybe that's a good thing because it has motivated us to get out anyway when we might not have. So we got to the park on Wednesday morning with our rain jackets and boots on and were met with a steady rain. We were the first ones there, the only ones in that area of the park. And as my kids ran off to climb a rock and I walked around a bit, I realized how perfect it felt. The constant peaceful sound of rain in the trees, which are now covered in leaves, birds singing, the clean smell of earth and rain, And while we had fun on those sunny days prior, what struck me about that moment was that this felt even better. Our friends arrived and we got to chat and listen in a bit while the kids played together and explored. And it was such a pleasant morning. In a week of sunny days, it would have been really easy to stay inside and call it bad weather, to feel a little bit gloomy, And I'm not saying we hurry out in every rainstorm, but I am so glad that we didn't miss that, that it ended up being actually a very good weather day. And that feels like the perfect thing to share leading into this week's episode, where we are going to talk about another aspect of outdoor time that for many can be something that it is our first instinct to avoid. But when embraced, can end up being magical and fun. And that is mud. The dirtiness factor of a lot of outdoor play can feel stressful. 
It's easy to think of it as another mess to clean up, another stain risk. Today, I want to talk about some of the reasons it might be worth it to embrace the mess and let your kids get muddy. Is there a more quintessential nature play setup than mud pies? There is something so appealing to our kids about squishing and molding and creating with mud. And it's not limited to kids, actually. Even adults love to get in on the fun. For example, have you seen ads for or maybe even participated in a mud run? It seems like there are a ton of different organizations now who put on these messy obstacle course style competitions. And there's definitely something appealing about slippery, wet, squishy mud. Maybe you're not someone who wants to roll in it, but maybe you have experienced some of the satisfaction of gardening or digging in the dirt as you're doing yard work. Dirt is good for the soul. And as it turns out, it's good for the body too. If you're in the gardening world at all, you might have seen people describe gardening as their therapy or their way of relaxing. Maybe that applies to you. It turns out that actually has some science behind it. Beyond the stress-relieving impact of being outside, the fresh air, the sunshine, there's actually a bacterium found in soil that has been found in studies to mirror the effects of antidepressants. These microbes cause cytokine levels to rise, which results in higher production of serotonin in your body, which is a hormone that helps stabilize our mood and make us feel happier. When you're out playing in the dirt, you and your kids inhale this good bacteria and have contact with it via your skin. Of course, there are also bacteria and other things that can be present in mud that are not so friendly to our bodies. So if you've got a kid putting handfuls of mud in their mouth, I'm not encouraging that as your morning snack. And when snack time does roll around, you still want to wash those muddy fingernails. But how cool is it that there are good bacteria that can benefit us as we work and play in the dirt? And that goes back to some of what I talked about in episode two, that time outdoors is good for our physical health in bigger ways than we might even realize. Beyond exercise and vitamin D, there are elements to being in contact with nature that directly strengthen our immunity and improve our health in really interesting ways. As we've become a modernized people, think about how many barriers are up between us and nature compared to our ancestors. Homes and cars, pavement, clothing, shoes, filtered, chlorinated water, elevated hygiene. Obviously, there are plenty of benefits to all of these things, and I would not want to get rid of a single one of them. But with that also comes a decrease in contact with dirt. And it turns out that actually matters. So take the time to walk around barefoot with your kids Dig in the garden with bare hands. Get some of that beneficial nature contact back. Plus, mud can be a great exfoliator, right? And lots of people pay good money to go relax with mud masks and mud wraps. So save yourself some money and go make a mud pie with your kids or get those tomato plants in the ground. You'll have fun and you'll be doing your body and brain a favor too. 
Now, your kids are obviously not thinking about their microbiome when they squish mud between their toes, and chances are that isn't what adults are actually thinking about during that mud run or while weeding the garden. Why is mud so satisfying in the moment? It's because it's fun and it's silly and mud touching your skin is such an interesting sensory experience, isn't it? I want you to think about all the ways that your kids are moving and thinking when they play in the mud. When I was thinking about this and thinking of the ways that I have seen kids of a variety of ages playing with mud, they include things like stirring, squishing, mixing, building structures, making imaginary food, painting. Getting down in the dirt also usually requires bending, changing position, squatting, transporting things from one place to another. Think about how it feels to cover your hand in mud. It is a really stimulating experience. All of these different aspects of mud play are sparking learning and development in kids from body awareness to creative problem solving to building nerve connections in the brain. So you could set up a cute and elaborate sensory bin on your kitchen table that I would argue is just as hard to clean up as a little mud. Or you could let the kids loose with a cup of water and a patch of dirt. Now, I just threw out a bunch of stuff in there, so let me list some of the ways that your kids could benefit developmentally while playing in the mud. So first, they are developing body awareness and coordination when they are bending down, when they're keeping their balance on a slippery surface, when they are moving their body position. They're also activating behavioral schema. Now, these are patterns of behavior that we see in young kids that help their brains develop. Researchers argue that when kids repeat these patterns in different scenarios, that that is stimulating to their brains. That helps with cognition. And some of these that come to mind for me when I think about mud play are rotation, such as stirring a big pot of mud soup, connecting, which could look like building structures or attaching sticks together with mud or uh, many other things. Transforming is another one. This might be potion making, mud pie mixing, all of that pretend play where your kids are looking at mud and making it into something else. Transporting is another one that you might see if kids are, for example, bringing water from one place to another or delivering mud cupcakes and things like that. It also takes hand strength and coordination both to create mud and to play with it, similar to playing with Play-Doh or, or clay. Kids have to dig into the ground with a stick or a shovel. They have to be able to mix. Maybe they're making mud bricks or even more elaborate structures with their mud that takes some fine motor coordination. Mud encourages creative thinking. As kids think of what to do, you look at a pile of mud and there are no obvious instructions. There is no closed way of playing. This is such an awesome open-ended tool for kids. 
mud also stimulates the senses. Like we talked about before, it's a really unique and interesting experience to have mud on your skin. As adults, we aren't learning and developing in the same way that kids are. But as humans, we still crave sensory experiences. It's not just good for our kids. It's still good for us too to stimulate our bodies in different ways, to get that blood flowing in our brains and to have those experiences. Think about dangling your feet in a stream or sticking your hand out the window while you drive or a million other little things that we do just for the sake of how they feel. Getting our hands in the mud can be satisfying at any age. But not every adult or every child is going to enjoy being immersed in mud, and that's fine. The great thing here is that when it comes to mud play and working in the dirt and really nature play in general, we can get just as much or as little sensory stimulation as we want. And the same goes for our kids. There's going to be a lot of variation in our kids' tolerance and interest in messy play, especially if it is new to you. We all have different levels of sensory input that feel comfortable and that feel good. And for your child, it might look like totally immersing themselves in the mud. Or it might look like poking it with just a fingertip or even just a stick. And that's all great. I don't think there's any benefit to forcing our kids to get muddy if they don't want to. But it probably will help Some kids feel more comfortable if they see a trusted adult modeling how to play in a messy way. So if you want your child to try making a mud pie or getting their hands messy, but they're not so sure about it, try making one yourself. They might just watch or they might come alongside you and join in. You might find that it's a lot more fun for you than you might think too. From time to time, I will put out playtime segments that use mud, including this week's that is going to be a simple, slow introduction to making and experiencing mud. I'm really excited about it. And if you play with mud all the time, um, this might not really be something that you feel like you need, but it can also still be really fun to slow down and to really pay attention to what you're experiencing. So listen into that one when it comes out on Wednesday and let me know how it goes. For now, though, here are a few mud play suggestions. Of course, mud food is always a lot of fun. Mud pies, mud cupcakes, cookies. Cooking play is just a universally fun thing. We like to keep a muffin tin outside in our um, outdoor toy bin, as well as a couple of plates and cake pans. All of those I found at Goodwill. Another idea for mud play is to make mud bricks and build a castle or a fort. Where we are in Tennessee, we have a lot of clay in our soil. So this is something that's easy for us. Our mud is really fun for building. And it may be different for you, but give it a try. You could also make mud sculptures, just like you would with Play-Doh. Throw in some sticks and some rocks and see what you can make together. You can make mud art using an old paintbrush or find sticks or leaves to use as art tools. You could paint pictures 
on the sidewalk or you could bring paper out with you and and make some art that you could keep and hang on the fridge. You can make mud balls and throw them against the ground and everyone will enjoy that satisfying splat. You could have a mud spa day. Cover your hands and feet or even your faces if you're feeling adventurous and just enjoy that cool, wet, sensory experience before you rinse it all off. You can include your kids in your gardening and your landscaping. Let them dig and mix and pull weeds. Even very young children can learn how to do this really effectively. And while it may feel like a chore to you, for many kids, this feels like play. They love to work and to have a task that they can accomplish. You could also make a mud pit for animals. We love to bring out our plastic animals to play in the dirt and the sand. Really, the possibilities are endless. And if I was going to give you one suggestion for getting your kids and yourselves outside to play in the mud, it would be to just have mud and see what happens. You will probably be amazed by what your kids come up with when you give them very little. One last note that I want to make sure that I include is that if after listening to all of this podcast, you still don't want to roll in the mud, you still really don't want to intentionally create a pile of mud in your yard for your kids to go crazy with, that is okay. Of course, there are no rules stating that in order to raise healthy, happy kids, they must have free access to mud. Every single benefit that I included today, physical development, brain development, creative thinking, getting that good bacteria even, all of it can be accomplished in different ways. And while for me, mud play feels like an excellent tool, if it doesn't feel excellent for you, there is no shame in that whatsoever. I believe in the importance of outdoor connection for all people, but your connection doesn't have to look like anyone else's for it to be valuable. That being said, don't knock it until you try it. You might find that it is a lot more fun than you think. All right, friends, I am going to end today with a favorite quote of mine. This is from Margaret Atwood. And she says, in the spring, at the end of the day, you should smell like dirt. I hope that you have a great week. Enjoy your nature spaces and getting in contact with the dirt, no matter what that looks like for you. If you have young kids, I hope you will join me on Wednesday for playtime. And as always, if you are enjoying the show, don't forget to hit subscribe and leave a rating and review. I would love to connect with you on Instagram. If you're over there, you can find me at Happy Outdoor Families. Thanks again, everyone, for listening in. I hope you have a great week and I will see you outside.